mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 345. Oh my gosh, we're almost up to 350. Boy, yes, oh, we are. Oh, this is First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. Uh, and today we are watching Stargate. Stargate. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> but Stargate. I was listening to someone sing notes the other day. Like I accidentally found a TikTok where someone was showing. It was actually really interesting. They're showing the difference between. I promise I'm going somewhere with okay. this. Um, you don't have to. They were, I swear, they were showing the difference between, like, for lack of a better word, European version of Do Re Mi Fossil versus the Indian versions of notes, Uh which have like it's like the remix. Like, there's a note between the notes. Like, and I was like, that's really cool. And I was like, and she would do the scales in each set. And it was really like clearly someone very talented. That's cool. And I was like, I wonder if I can do scales. And I was like, nope, nope. can't get higher than like me. <laughs> Do re me. That's it. <laughs> Everything else is too high for me. So my favorite, because, you know, there was a, I can, I, I would say I can read sheet music. There was a point in my life that I could sort of read sheet music. Yeah. But here's the thing. I played flute. Yeah, you don't have to those, know this. Mm, those notes left the scale a long time ago. <laughs> they like, what scale? Like, there's some on the scale, so I could read the ones on the scale because, you know, there's a grid. Yeah. And then most of the flute notes are like in orbit. And you can't, there's just, it's just yeah. lines. I just don't have a higher register. And so I just would write above I would write the note above the. You're like it's of it. I'm in. The, I'm up a, in the sky now. C sharp. Like I would just write yeah. them because I'm like I can't. Yeah. Sit there and Long comprehend. Long story short, anytime we sing anything, we're just gonna drop it all the yeah. way down into the deep levels of the bowels. The deep of the, the scale. Bowels of the earth. <laughs> uh, Stargate Universe. Yeah. Season two. Yep. Episode seven. Yes. The greater good. Yes. And I'm gonna go on a soapbox, please, because do. I've seen this used too often in like the last two weeks of my life <laughs> and only in one place was it used properly mm-hmm. aka at astra Parasfera. yeah because this is exactly what that means i'll take it that's better than my aka my aka was just rush is a fucking liar through here okay. rush is a liar yes but, but on the same note rush is the one who brings us to this he does and he does hold our feet to the fire and say he Through does. adversity to the motherfucking stars, bitches. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, randomly in work and in life and it, people were like using it and stuff. And yeah. I'm like, that's no. not what that means. That's not what it means. You'll have it wrong. <laughs> the only place I had it right was Star Trek. <laughs> um, I'll also say this is this also a.k.a. could just be a.k.a. read contact. Because <laughs> because the final chapter of Fine. contact. Is kind of the mission of destiny. I am that's about fine. to add it to my little Libby app now. I Please? imagine I'm gonna have to put it on hold. Someday read contact. You know, well, I actually I always mean to. And then when I'm in that place where I'm like, oh, I need to um 
There's no audiobook. Is there no audiobook that doesn't contact? exist? However, I have a backup plan. <laughs> I do have Audible, but we refuse to use anything more than the single credit a month. Yes. So I use the, hey, your libraries, if you're not already doing this, yeah. check your local library, see if they have an app that's connected to it. Uh, search Libby. And what's the other one called? Oh, I don't know. I only use Libby. There was another one, but check them. Because yeah. because I basically use my library card to only get audiobooks. Yeah. Of the books that I don't want a hard and copy. And they count of. as like hits for your library. Yeah. They count as traffic. Yeah. So check that out. Um I do have the one credit. I might I might um finally listen to contact. I'm gonna add it to my And then we can list. have a contact book club. Yes. Yes. Along with the Dragon Runners of Burn Pern book club That's and the coming. Mists of Avalon. That's book club. all of the book clubs. You know, I love you, and I'm going to read these, but I love that you keep giving me these volumes. (laughs) They're not small. That are not like, I'm going to put this in my purse. Now listen, two things. Dragon of Pern is technically three books. That's true. I have smaller versions if you would like to read them. No, I'm going to sit there with my (laughs) reference-only library books (laughs) that are chained to the coffee table. And see, Contact is the smallest book that I've given you. That's true. That one I could put in my purse. Maybe you I could find like a used copy. I have. I mm. think I have two at the house. Okay. Because I have my shareable copy. Yeah. Well, everyone's got to have. I had a breakfast of champions that way. Yeah. Um, how was your week? <laughs> I, my week was a blur. Yeah. Um, it was it was a it was a mentally draining day. I will say this as a woman who was about to turn 39. Mm. I had to adult a lot this week. Yeah. And bands that train you. It's being, being a grown up is hard work. Oh, nothing. Uh, I mean, nothing bad. It was just, I had to be an adult a lot. Yeah, and just like, have to do it. Doing God. the adulting things are difficult. It's so hard. Um, I feel you. The one, the one high I'm still running off of, and I'm going to rough this high for a while because it was the final episode of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Uh-huh. And I don't want to spoil this for anyone but you meet someone in this episode. Yay. That is it the final of the series or the season? season. Okay. Season. It is definitely in the grand, uh, continuing the grand trend of many of the best Star Trek episodes. It is a to be continued at the end of the season. Nice. Um, but we, we meet someone who, um, I, I'm just so happy. I'm just, I'm just so happy. We meet a friend. I keep full. I will say, you know what? I'm not even going to say that because I don't want to say anything that would possibly Mm, give away. Got it. I will just say that if you've listened to this podcast enough, the moment you meet this someone, you will immediately know who I I meet. This someone. I don't know what song that was. I don't either. <laughs> did you do anything? Um, what did I do? Besides give you dogs baths? Um, yeah, I gave the dogs baths. There was only one casualty. Um, my foot was mangled in the process. But usually there's multiple casualties. Yeah. Usually there's like fixtures or things that have <laughs> no longer existing afterward. 
or you know what I mean? Or it's like, oh, that shower head's going to have to be replaced or, oh, no, the curtain died because the dog took off in the house with it. Or I guess that pillow is ruined because a soaking wet dog decided Uh that they were going to lay on it. Anyway, today, my foot was the only, yeah, some a a 70 pound dog decided to put (laughs) all of his weight on the top of one of my feet while they got baths. Um, I did do a lot of listening to music, um, which is my happy place. And I forget that too often because yeah. I get sucked into podcasts. Yep. But inadvertently, um, a podcast reminded me of a TV show, which reminded <laughs> me of music. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot how much this show shaped my musical taste. Mm-hmm. As a very impressionable late teen. Any uh, show affected my musical taste. That's because yeah. you didn't watch shows where the music no. was the show. No, I did not. Uh, so, yeah, I watched The O.C., um, who was also the same people who did Gossip Girl, the same people who did Grey's Anatomy, or music-wise, the same okay. music person who did those shows. And I think maybe also Chuck. Um, Chuck had great which, music. If you are a fan of music, you know that those shows are like big fucking deal as far as using soundtracks that shape what's in the culture. So anyway, so I got back into my music love of things. Yes. um, And then I found out that my record player still works. Yay. It's really nice. The dogs were confused. (laughs) Why are you doing, mommy? Um, And then the algorithm being... The algorithm was like, hey, I hear you're listening to music a lot from when you were young. Yeah. Did you remember this song? Did you like more of it? Yeah. And so I was reminded of the 2016 cover by Brandon Flowers of The Killers of George Harrison's I got my mindset on you. I got my mindset on you. So if you have not heard that, or if you have not heard any of the George Fest covers, I recommend them. Um, And then I remembered where I got my D&D character's name from. Yes. George Harrison has a daughter. Yeah. Named Donnie. Spelled exactly the same way as I spell my character's name. Yay! So for those of you, husband Jesse, who were like, that's not a real word even. How do you expect me to remember that? Oh, no, it's a son. Is it a son or is it a daughter? I don't remember. But child. he has a child. Child. Yes. Um. Well, yeah, we know where my character's, my D&D character's name came from. <laughs> well, I mean, it didn't just come from Sam Carter. But, but it kind of did. Well, no, that's one of them. Oh. But she has her other, she has her given name that she doesn't like. Oh. Did I ever tell you this part? I don't know that any of us know it, but I don't want to know it because. Okay. Yes. Her nas- her last name is Ashla, which was the original name for Ahsoka. And also, oh. you know, one of the names for the forest. But she does have, um, I'll say this and whoever gets it, gets it. She has a, a first given name. You can get the name Sam out of from mm-hmm. a, another um, classic artificer in pop culture history that also does not like their first name. Interesting. Yes. I like it. Also from another, also blended into that name is another one of Amanda Tapping's characters. 
there's no theme here, which is nice. No, there's yeah. no there's no theme. It's just <laughs> it's just all all pop culture artificers yeah. make my artificers. All the sci-fi are the sci-fi. November 9th, 2010. <laughs> written by Carl Bundy, directed by William Maring. Um, so I forgot to write all the previously on stuff, but the last episode Recap, Rush and Sha Young don't like each other. Aliens exist. <laughs> Rush likes a girl. Eli likes a girl. There's a bad Lucian guy. Sometimes they're going to be crossed over. It's the same girl. Yeah. Um, last episode, Everett got his groove back. <laughs> um, and that doesn't necessarily mean that all is going to run smooth and seamlessly now, though. I do love, I love this interpretation of what I'm going to call, um, this is me mapping depression onto yeah. him. <laughs> Yes. This is what it's like. This is, I, I like this realistic feeling of like, today I feel good. Today, nope. not so good. Today I'm lying Tomorrow, in bed. Tomorrow, maybe a little bit good. You know what feels good today? Oh, speaking of depressing, yes. I watched Guardians of the Galaxy 3 this week, <laughs> and I'm mad at everyone who told me to watch it. Now, but also I made it through. But listen, okay. Yes, I left. I left Nick watching Guardians three as I left the house. Okay, the, it's still a good movie. Uh, does it make me any less angry about oh, it? Oh no, you can be a thousand percent angry about it. No, I didn't say it was a bad movie. Now this is why we were very clear to go, Grace. When you watch this, yeah, watch this at home when you can have breaks, yeah, and have your puppos yeah, as no, security blankets. And at some point, I will give credit to husband Jesse who went, "Do you need a break? Do yeah. you need a hug? Do you need anything? Do you want to stop?" And yeah. I was like, "We're in this now. <laughs> I am under the knife on the cutting board. <laughs> I am an open wound. Yep. We finish this shit. Yeah." Because we need to seal this up, baby. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, fuck this movie. <laughs> I'll tell you, I watched the first half of it before I got here. I don't know if it's easier the second time because then you know, it's, even though you kind of watching it the first time, you kind of could know what's about to happen. But yeah. this time you know, know what's going to happen. I, I, I can tell, I will say that there are a couple of phrases specifically Mm-hmm. that the animals use and mm-hmm. names that the animals have mm-hmm. where I went, James Gunn is one of my people. <laughs> we see animals in the same way. Okay, that's all. My favorite name of all of them. Floor. Floor. <laughs> Once he called a baby Teefs, I was like, that's my voice. Yes, it's Teefs. Teefos. Um, so yeah. Anyway, where were we? <laughs> we're at depression. We're at right, depression. Right, depression. Depression. So young is under pressure. Young's running late, and you know, you know, Ray enjoyed calling him to be like, "Hey, you're late." What the fuck, bro? Um, Scott. <laughs> sorry, I was like, I think I'm about to cough. Scott and TJ are also there. Mm. And we sort of figure this, but it's confirmed that Jin is the most talkative and helpful of the Lucian Alliance folks. Yeah, well, because she never wanted to be one. No. She's like, please, please, please how anything. can I assimilate into this group of you? And because of that and other information she has, um, Homeworld Security wants her to head to Earth so they can talk to her in person, quotation marks. Yeah. And a- apparently, like, the... A clan from her home planet are supposedly the ones behind the possible attack on Earth. 
Wow. Um, so she either might know where they are or know someone who knows where they are. And Young is only half paying attention. He's like, yeah, sure. I don't whatever. care. I don't care. I am depressed. Uh, in the 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 best scene of the episode? In the most... Humorous scene. In the most... Cringe awkward. school... <laughs> oh shit, my mom's home early from work scene of the episode. Dunning is on guard at yeah. Jin's room and he's waiting outside. Also, that's the only time he's ever fucking been on guard properly in the whole episode. Yes. I'm going to bitch about that later. Well, and the other thing is like, okay, so you're not putting a guard on Perry. That's fine. But like, can't technically they switch back at any point? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. God. Um... Ray comes up and 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 Dunning's like, yeah, she's she's there. She's indisposed. There is a reason it's taking her a while to answer. Mm-hmm. And when opens the door, she's grinning too much and out of breath and disheveled. Everything's fine. Does she I'm not, not have, hiding a boy. Like, like, did, are the leathers against her skin? Like, does she not have just like an undershirt? No, there was no time. <laughs> There was no time for that. She just like put on her jacket and zipped it up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There is no bra underneath that. Nope. Yeah. She's just like, what is going to cover the most amount of skin as quickly as possible? (laughs) And 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 Jin's like, no, you you cannot come in. Yeah. I'm Um, coming over there to you. And and Ray's like, well, people on Earth want you to freaking Friday there and talk with him. And she's like, yep, can. Cool. Can do. I'll meet you there. Later. I'm going to pee first. Was I interrupting something? Nope. I was sleeping alone. Just me snoozing. Only me. Only me. I'm the only one here. (laughs) Dunning is barely keeping it together. Yeah. Camille's like judgment face from a woman who goes home as often as possible to see their wife. So here's the thing. I think there's only judgment face here while she's like what exactly is going on and once she realizes what's going on she's like oh no that's fine yeah i just need I to know. know while you were acting weird and now I understand. yeah are you plotting takeover of the ship ray's like cool so you're you can head over this afternoon yep this afternoon hours from now i will see you then yeah and ray thinks Not her now. and turns to leave and if she turns to leave, that's when we and her spot one red t-shirt with you are here printed on it, just yeah. thrown somewhere. <laughs> Here's a trademark. Eli was here. <laughs> he might as well have just peed on her. <laughs> Ray's like, oh yeah, no, I'm I'm no longer worried about to why you're acting oh, weird. Got it. Okay. It's- I just imagine Eli like on the other side of the bed on the ground or just like against the wall next to her just naked yeah (laughs) yeah it's like this was awkward yeah i love it it's adorable good on both of them Mm -hmm. so the ship drops out of ftl young arrives the control room and because this happens like uh daily at this point Mm -hmm. i love brody's like we got 12 hours on the clock. There's no gate in range. There's are. no plan arranged. R- Rush isn't responding. There's no Brody's Russian in range. Bro- this is Brody's Groundhog yes. Day. Yeah. yeah. He hates it here. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so does Stormy, apparently. <laughs> that was the loudest dog sigh I've yeah. ever heard was in my Stormy life. Was it Stormy or was it the other one? Oh, no. That was Drakey. Oh, okay. Well, he's upsetting spaghetti, too. That was Drakey. It's hard being a boy. Um, Rush isn't answering young, either. 
on the radio. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, and Brody either missed it the first time or my thoughts didn't even bother looking the first mm-hmm. time, but there is actually something out in space ahead he's of them. He's like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> he saw it. He's like, I don't give a fuck yeah, anymore. It's fine. Yeah. A group of people in the observation deck also see it. It's a ship. Mm-hmm. It's not one of the seed ships. It's a smaller one. It's not one of the bad alien ships. Yeah. It's a brand new friend. And Volker just is a man who's been hurt before. He could not be less excited. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Again, him and Brody are just like, I fucking, I don't care anymore. Exactly. I don't care about anything. I love them so much. Existence is pain. (laughs) I think this is where the little credulets were, but I don't remember. Um, Yeah. I think that Brody and Volker have seen 2020, 2021. (laughs) 2022 and 2023. Yep. And they're like, what are we even fighting for anymore? We're going to go back to that? Come on. Fuck everything. So the ship is smaller, a little battle scarred. And of course, it's not destiny on its own coming in to get up close and personal with this new ship. Mm. It is Rush piloting a ship from the bridge, not telling anyone. Yep. Yep. Once the ships are close, Eli sends Aquino over and the place looks empty, which seems creepy as shit. Houses are creepy in the dark at night. This is an entire empty, empty ship. Yeah, empty homes are enough. Yeah. Um, it's a ghost. It's a ghost ship. It's creepy. It's a ghost spaceship. Yeah. With ghost pirates. Young has had enough with Rush's bullshit. I was working elsewhere line when he shows up. Yeah. He wants to know where Rush was and what he was doing. Yeah, Rush needs better. Ex- he's like not even trying to have excuses anymore. I don't. He, he barely wants to be found out. He's like a serial killer who calls the cops. He barely had excuses to begin with. Yeah, he's like, I was busy. Mm-hmm. Um, let's instead deal with the matter at hand. God. And while Young lets Rush off now, it's clear the conversation is not over. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that later in the episode. And upon hearing what intel Brody and Eli have so far, Rush immediately wants to send over a boarding party. Yeah. But remember the fun fact they have no shuttles anymore. Remember how we're fucked? Park's great idea is just put on spacesuits and jump. Yeah, why not? Get real close. Go, Rush. You go first. I think she's just like, can I just kick him out of the ship? What if I just <laughs> punt him across and then go, oh, no, he didn't make it. And this is the line Rush tells him bold face straight up. Well, Destiny stopped here for a reason. Yes, because you stopped her, you piece of shit. <laughs> Who knows what intel and technology uh, we get? Just a thousand percent the ship's decision. Gross. Um, It's like, really? Really? Did the ship stop here on his own rush? Did it? Yeah. Oh, is that how this went down? Rush immediately volunteers for a tribute to jump over to the ship. And that surprises pretty much everyone because he doesn't. That's do not shit. the move. It's like, dude, you're being, again, he wants to be caught. Yeah. I mean, he's, look, the ship is deserted. He's the expert on alien technology. He should go. And he's basically running out the door as he said this. Yeah. It me. I'm going to come. And jumps into that spacesuit so fast. Yeah. He has six hours of air. Hopefully they won't need it mm. because hopefully they'll be able to breathe on the ship. Yeah. And you know Young isn't going to let Rush out of his sight. Yeah. He's like, well, if you're going, then I'm coming too. Because there's a separate conversation this side of the room. Scott's like. Here's my question about the ship's, about the suit's air. Yeah. Can they replenish that? Or is it like. 
I'm pretty the battery sure they power. Print, no, I mean, I think they can replenish it the same way you can like recharge the. Okay, because it's like, is it six hours and then eventually these suits are going to be useless? No, that because that seems okay. really shitty design and the yeah. ancients usually are better than fair. that. That's fair. It's just a six hour battery life. Yes. Got it. Um, Scott really thinks it's better if he goes. Mm. And Young's like, yeah, but I'm not letting this asshole out of my sight. Yeah. I absolutely don't trust him. He's like, yeah, but I don't care, Scott. Go yeah. on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Young does make it clear they're not going to leave him behind again. He didn't say not kill him. He didn't say not kill him. Like or bring him, him back to the dead. aliens. Yeah. Um, Eli is also on Chloe's visitor list, mm-hmm. updating her on all the recent ongoings, including the new ship. Yeah. He also sees the notebook of all the hardcore math she's doing. Yeah. She does not understand any of it, mm-hmm. but she's doing it. Here it comes out of my brain. That is not mine anymore. Mm-hmm. She's fine. There's nothing. It's wrong fine. There. It's fine. We're not gonna. We don't have to address that. We have ever. a lot of other episodes going on, so mm-hmm. we're just gonna skip on past that. Yeah, there's no Chloe today. He Eli does have to does doesn't have to, but Eli does try to explain why he hasn't been by as often. You don't know where that. Because he's and been Chloe's credit, she's like, you don't know me that snogging and boinking the new math lady. Yeah, they're like they're doing equations. Yeah, they're equating things. Well, fucking. they're making numbers. Well, fucking, they're making the numbers. And and Chloe's like, yes, God already told me that. And honestly, she's genuinely happy for him. Yeah, mainly because things are going to be far less awkward. Because Chloe's like, I've been waiting for you to not have a hopeless crush on me. Yeah. If anything, it's a little <laughs> bit of relief for her. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, you know, there's still something lingering because Eli's like, well, I meant it's like, you don't fucking know her any of that shit, no. dude. Like, no. don't. You don't know her anything. Uh, so Young <sighs> and Rush are heading over to the new ship. They cable themselves in, send mm-hmm. the Kino as their own little, their little Melpy Fred and jump on over. Yep. So the bridge is gone. Yep. Young jumped first so that Rush can follow the cord over. With the umbilical cord. Uh, mm-hmm. And of course, Young needs to make sure the ship is secure with gun. And so they, they get onto the ship. They're all creeping around. Yep. Uh, close some doors around them. Gravity's there. That's a huge bonus. That yeah. makes life and filming much easier. Yep. <laughs> I now do. the Kino can work. Yeah. Well, it's like one of those where I'm like, I love that gravity is always the first thing put in place for filming reasons. Yeah. Hey, nobody ask us about gravity, okay? <laughs> There's gravity here. Fuck off already. Yeah. Um, there is something that takes them so by surprise that they drop silence and those mm. on Destiny think they've lost communication. Yeah, for a you second. don't get to do that when all you have is audio communication with people. Um, and they're following along the Kino as well. And there's those pods. Yep. That we saw earlier this season. That's fine. It's pod people time. Volker and Brody are like, should you still be there? This seems like a horror film. Yeah. Again, these scientists are like, why are we still doing this? Why are we, why still, are we here? still doing anything? Just fucking, I want to go home. The pods are empty. What's the worst that could happen? So... They find an engineering station, thankfully, Mm -hmm. which has just enough controls for Rush to seal off part of the ship, restore some life support. Mm -hmm. Um, Not only that, but some communications. They're not only relying on the radio and keynotes anymore. Yep. And before you can do anything else, there's a little pop, pop. There's some sparks, sparks. And the new ship 
fire us up his engines yeah. for a bit, moving away from she Destiny. She doesn't like the touching. It's too close. Don't, don't. Personal, personal space. Personal boundaries. Yeah. The engines are on long enough for Young to assume Rush did something and for the ship to go ballistic. Yay. And there's nothing Rush can do to stop it from nope. the small station. The ship is mad. Fun. I do like how quickly, how quickly, quickly Young turns on Rush anytime anything happens from here forward. Yes. I'm so happy about that. Because I'm like, what else are you going to think? What the fuck? Like, I feel like he should just punch Rush every time anything goes wrong. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter what. Nope. It goes, oh, I dropped my fucking plate in the mess hall. Punch. punch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Rush is quickly trying to problem solve all of this, but the brain's back on destiny. There's only reserve power on the ship, so that's mm-hmm. a problem. Yep. And there's very little that Rush can do from the actual small ship. Yeah. And without control of Destiny's core systems, Volko knows they can't move Destiny to the smaller ship. Yeah. Staring at Rush with daggers. Sucks to suck right here. And I, it'd be real nice if they had controls over Destiny. Could be really cool if we had things. And I love Park. Maybe Destiny will just go there on its own. Rush, what do you think? <laughs> and I love Young isn't an idiot. He's yeah. like, Rush, is there something that you would like to share with the class? Yeah. Come on, dude. We all know you're fucking hiding something. Just make it clear now. And he admits as little truth as humanly possible while still wrapped in the lie. Yeah. He's been writing a program that should allow him to override Destiny's autopilots. Yeah. And use the maneuvering thrusters. He just hasn't told anyone yet because he's an information hoarder and can't allow the possibility that someone other than him would figure that shit out. I do like this is a seasoned liar. Yes. <laughs> because it's that's what you do. You give a little bit, a little bit yep. of truth. He he he's like incapable of telling the truth. Yeah. Just a, just enough to get people off your back. Uh Eli's like, cool, cool, cool. Now better now than never. Please let me help. Please. He looks like, can we figure this shit out? And even now, Rush can't just give him the information. Like, all of the smart people here can help. Yeah. But really, we need someone even smarter. Because, and God forbid, we trust the smartest kid in the fucking world, nope, Eli. Nope. Rush can only trust so many people, and he trusts Amanda Perry. <sighs> And thankfully, Young is like, cool, we'll get her on board. Which, this episode got me thinking about how creepy their relationship is, but we will get to that later. It's, yes. (laughs) Yes. Because, I'll get into it. Yeah. As we see her switching back and forth with Jin, they're the same age. Yeah. They're easily the same age. Rush is not the same age as them. He's easily like 20 years older. Oh, I get strong, like, like a uh, uh, professor. TA That's exactly vibes. what this was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's gross. He's manipulative. On top of everything. Yes. Anyway. So. And he- also, don't give me the bullshit that she's smarter than Eli. <laughs> because if, if this had been like, she's very smart. She's going to be smart. A thousand percent. But so is Eli. And they're the same age. So the same yes. amount of experience. Yes. Now, if Rush had been like, this is my colleague. This is someone I've been working with. I will buy it a little more. 
a little someone bit. who's been doing this who's seasoned a maybe you know a, eli in 10 years yeah. that could be her if yeah. she were older you know what i mean because she is really smart but don't give me this bullshit that this other random mm-hmm. teenager basically you know is as smart or smarter than eli fuck off yeah so brody's like maybe get out of the suits because they have limited battery mm-hmm. and we'll figure the shit out yeah fucking hell so the last person that Jin expected to see at her door is Simeon again why is there no guards around this dude well there is a guard here yeah like he has a guard there are two guards outside the room and the why aren't they punching him more that's really my question why isn't he just getting his face punched in all the time we already know he has a huge problem with Jin yeah and Jin is extremely nervous around him because duh Mm -hmm. and apparently her room is bigger than his which I'm glad you know I'm glad. You're lucky you get a room, motherfucker. Do you want to go in a cage? And You're when, a dick. When he asked to come in, she should have said no. Um, but at least the two guards, I think, caught on that this is not willing. Yeah. He's basically just there to threaten her because she's making friends with the Terrans. Yeah. Fuck you. She says nothing. Yeah. And he continues really disgustingly. Thankfully, the door was never closed. Mm-hmm. And Ray interrupts. Yeah. Thank God for Ray here. Ray in this second season is a completely different character than Ray. She's in the first stepping season. up. She's definitely stepping up. Because it's not intimidated by this asswipe. She's like, hey, fuck right off. Yep. And when he asks what's going on, she's like, it's nothing that concerns you. And yeah. then he leaves. And then the women leave. Yeah. It's Nanya. It's definitely Nanya. <laughs> I always laugh when I hear that because it's so close to Nanya, which is the name of Galadriel's ring. <laughs> Well, maybe her ring is none of your business. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, you know whose business yeah. that ring is none of? Sauron's. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> maybe that's <laughs> in my world. That's not where it originated. That's from. what her she named it. Was she's like, like hey. it was, it was Sauron's like. What's good? What hey, you got there? What's that? And she's like, it's Nenya. Yeah. Nenya business. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah. We need that. I love this. I love this because because let's be real. The elves are pretentious as fuck. Oh, yes. So we need some sort of levity somewhere. And I love my Galadriel, but she is like the queen of fucking pretentiousness. It's like, oh my god, can we calm down a little bit? <laughs> like Elrond, it's not that complicated. Elrond's yeah. like cool and flexible compared to Galadriel. <laughs> Seriously. Um, oh my god. I'm really hoping that we don't see it, but I can only assume that they have not just they mentioned the communication stone protocol to Jin. I'm assuming also they fully no, explained. They didn't. They didn't, and I'm about to make a problem here. Okay, because it's because real fucking problematic. They don't tell her at all. No warning. This is what I'm hoping that we just didn't hear that part and they did it before we caught here because that is real fucking cruel if you don't let her know that that's what she's walking into. Yeah, you know what's coming. I don't, but here's what I've decided. That this bitch Amanda came over, didn't tell anybody, Jin's in the stones, not knowing what's going on. Yeah. They're taking Jin and they're like, hey, you can't breathe. Tell us everything you know. Like dicks. Yeah. Because Earthians are dicks. Because... That is, that's something you had warning about. Yeah. Fucking hell. That's a lot. Super not okay. Because 
Amanda Perry has very specific circumstances if you jump into her body. Yes, I agree. And Eli's like, see you soon. Mm-hmm. As Jin paces the stone down and Amanda Perry has arrived. And she was already briefed on the situation. She's ready to roll. And Eli is clearly not okay that there's someone else in his new girlfriend's body. Yeah. Yeah. I I want to give Eli credit for the end of this episode for how tastefully he says the things he says. Yes. A thousand percent. Because I would not have been that tasteful. <laughs> and I'm I wonder if part of... Eli's like bristling here is because he knows he obviously knows like what Rush thinks of Perry. Yeah. And is already like, I'm going to keep my eyes on fucking Rush because I don't trust him anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Eli is right. Yes. In every sense of yes. everything that this just, is. This is something we've harped on for this entire series. This is luck. There are moral conundrums from. We've always joked about how you and I are the opposite, how like mm-hmm. you tend to be a little bit oblivious to people, whereas mm-hmm. I'm suspicious of every motherfucker mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. This episode for Eli yes. is every asshole like me's dream. Because <laughs> it's like, I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. And I caught your ass. I will. And I am going to use this and load it over you for the rest of my fucking life. Because you're a piece of shit and I called it. Yep. Um, it never works out that way. It's a <laughs> fucked up fantasy, but it's there. But it's there. That's why it's called we, fantasy. No, we, I, I think friend of the pod, Summer, and I talked about how we're the opposite of like trusting. Yeah. Like we're the assholes <laughs> who hate everybody. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And are like, fuck you. You've got something under your sleeve. I don't trust shit And about I'm you. still the person who I'm like, why am I surprised that you've just fucked me over again? Yeah. Or I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't care how nice you seem. You're going to fuck me over. This is why we balance each other out. Yes. yes. So that, you know, if somebody tries to fuck you over, I kill them. Exactly. And if somebody <laughs> tries to be nice to me, I don't kill them because of you. Exactly. Don't let me. <laughs> so Rush is trying to work the problem from the other ship and he's uh-huh. given tasks out to the other brains. Uh-huh. Uh, but Brody is, I wouldn't say Brody is slow on the algorithms. Brody is just not working at the pace that Rush expects Again. Him to. Brody has quiet quitted because again he has seen into the future and he's like what am I even fighting for I'm just gonna go make some more alcohol somehow this still seems better than making it back for 2020 yeah this is me quiet quitting Uh, don't pay me enough for this Part yeah, are these people we've just are these people getting paid at all? If these people ever make it back to Earth, they will never have to deal with no, anything in their life. Billionaires. Or we riot. Yes. Park is figuring out some puzzle in engineering. Yeah. And Eli's about to arrive back with Perry. Mm-hmm. And partly because there could genuinely be some good loot in there, and partly because Rush will do anything to get Young off his back. He's like, oh, there's some other part of the ship I pressurize. You should go investigate away from here yeah you should go there yeah please go find aliens or something yeah go far away from me as soon as eli brings perry into the control room rush lights up like a christmas tree mind you the control room can see through the kino camera but rush can only hear them back on the ship Mm -hmm. so as soon as rush knows eli is also there he's like you should go help park (laughs) in engineering he basically goes eli eli come here come here Fuck off. Yeah, literally. Hey, 
Fuck right off. Because Park is going to need your smarts more than Perry does. Yeah. God, he's so gross. It's, I love that polite way of going. Perry's smarter than Park. Every Park time dumb. he compliments Perry, though, it just grosses me out now. I just hate it. And yeah, Eli can get the real fucking subtle hints. Yeah. So immediately after that, Rush holds up an equation, a secret note to the camera. And he knows this is being recorded. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm assuming he knows it. He knows Eli records everything. He, again, his arrogance assuming that him and Amanda are smarter than Eli is what gets him. And he either knows he can't keep this from everyone permanently, but he's buying some time or he honestly, and I'm assuming honestly thinks the others are stupid and won't figure it out. That's what it is. He just genuinely doesn't. I think a lot of the rage. Gould arrogance. Yeah. A lot of this, the, the seething rage that we see inside Eli towards the end of this episode isn't just because of Rush's actions like yeah. his outward actions but it's the implication yeah that he just assumes eli will never fucking get it yeah. it's just one other person thinking eli's a pushover yes yeah um so it's the start of these algorithms that he wants perry to run discover mm-hmm. a way to manually override destiny's propulsion system first of several and my first thought here is these are not necessarily the same maths he gave Brody. Some of it might be, but somewhere in here is a translation for her to translate and realize the location of the bridge. Oh, it's just, yeah, it's all a secret message. Yeah. Uh, and and great, great small subtle acting moment here when you almost seem, it almost looks like Perry's like having struggles to write yeah. a bit. Yeah, it takes her a moment to figure out how to use a pen. Super cool. Yeah. And they continue to go through the equations. Because, mm-hmm. again, they rely that you remember shit because nowhere in this episode do they mention her experience back on Earth. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we're really trying not to make a deal about it every time. I-, I appreciate that we're not trying to make that her whole personality. Which I fully appreciate. Yeah. There's at least a play. And then so that's in my head. Why we didn't hear them telling it to Jin because they wanted to specifically not mention it as a thing. But yeah. at the same time, I'm like... Jin needs to know. It uh, needs to be one sentence Yes, that Camille says, uh, you know, going into Amanda's body won't be... Yeah. Maybe difficult. You could even just cut to, like, Jin's, Jin's reaction at the beginning of the scene. Yeah. Um, you know, of... Yeah, I'll... I'll, 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 thanks for, you know, thanks for, I'll try to keep control of my breathing or something. There's a, re- yeah, there's a, re- there's a, there's a way to do this tastefully. There's a way to do it tastefully. That isn't just, we're not going to talk about and it. And I do like these small bits where her, like, trying to remember how to write is a really beautiful, subtle mm-hmm. way of doing that. Yeah. Um. Maybe the actress just really doesn't know how to write. That could be it. Everything's possible. It's just her, like. It's just, she just switched to the other hand, her mm-hmm. non-dominant hand. There you go. Yeah. They continue to go through equations. And Young hasn't found anything on this tour yet. This place is pretty much cleared out. At least things that Young would find useful. Mm-hmm. And a bit later. And he's like, there's no snacks. There's no snackums. Yeah. Amanda's copied everything down. She makes one of her own notes, which I can only imagine. She's actually has to be really good at doing math in her head. Yeah. Well, she must. Yeah. She's yeah. That's, that's the only thing she can do. Skill. Yeah, yeah. 
And she pulls up the schematics of the ship for a second, checks the location of the bridge with no one else noticing. Mm-hmm. Rush is just pacing, waiting for Perry to figure it out. I like how much, because of her relationship with Rush, people don't like her. Yeah. Which is why she's left alone so much to yeah. just do whatever the fuck she wants. Yep. Because even when she's like, I gotta go, they're like, fuck off. Bye. Yeah. Uh, he, she's like, are you saying you want me to? And he's like, yes, please don't tell anyone. Shut Keep up. the shit secret yeah. because reasons. <sighs> and Perry just, I'll be right back herself out of here. This is one of those where it's like, you really should consider your friends. Yeah. Perry. Yeah. On her way, she crosses paths with Simeon, which is mm-hmm. the worst person on that ship for her to run into yeah. because he wants to talk and is, she is very confused as to who this is. And has to try to explain who she is and where Jin is. And thankfully, Greer happens by to save all of us. Yeah. Again, I don't know that she should be unattended. Yeah. Because she's not Jin. She's I someone know, else in Jin's body. she has to be unattended for the main part of this oh. episode to work. <sighs> okay. Um, he, gets, he gets a little caught up. There's something about the way he delivers... By all means, do not let this man stop you is yeah, perfection. It really is. And off you go now. <laughs> I like to think that Greer's always has, knows exactly where shitty Lucian guy is. Oh, yes. So that's why Young's like, I'm not going to worry about it. He's like it. a fucking tracker on him yeah, or something. Yeah, It pisses Simeon off so much that he cannot get under Greer's skin. Yeah. Because all of his usual tactics don't work on Greer. Yeah, it's like, well... You've met your match, dude. Like it pisses him off. All so of your much. tactics are his tactics. It's just num 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 num. Yeah. <laughs> so Perry has found her way to the bridge, types in the code, and sort of stands back in awe of this secret that she's been let in on. Mm-hmm. Sits down in the captain's chair, turns everything on, and radios Rush that she's here. Yeah. And then Rush turns off the Kino feed. To the control room. So fucking gross. I hate him so much. Audio still works. You know why I think this makes it especially triggering? Because it's it's already feels so repulsive and yeah. predatory. Yes. And now it's like, I'm letting you in on a secret yes. that you can't tell anybody. Yes. So it only adds to the gross yes. predatory nature of yes. it all. Okay, I'm done. So um, he turns off the Kina feed. Audio still works. You know... The video must be lost because they're so far out of range. Don't worry, people in the control room. Keep working. And instead, he opens a discreet channel just to parry on the bridge. Yeah. And of course, no one else can know about this because he's already broken Destiny's Master Code and has complete control of the ship. Yeah. So this whole time where he's like, I'm so close to being able to fire the engines on their own. Complete fucking utter lie. Yeah. She's like, you already have control of all of this shit. Mm -hmm. Why did you need me here? Yeah. It's so gross that she only half-heartedly aims for doing the right thing because she's more flattered by him. Yeah. Than than her need to do what's right. There's so many people on the ship. He could have just been like, Hey, go to the bridge and solve this within minutes. Yeah. And it's because Russia's trust issues, which is a fucking understatement. Right. And couldn't tell anyone else on the ship. And the only person he could thinks he can trust or he tells himself he can trust is Perry. It's because uh, I don't want to use words that are inappropriate, but because he's like 
made her the person that yes. he wants her to be. Put over on a pedestal. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or he's just like, I can control this person if I needed to. Yeah. And I think that's what bothers me so much about this relationship. Yeah. Because he can still he can still manipulate Perry in a right. way that he can't manipulate anyone. Right. Else and ship. I think that's why it's so bothersome. He and I used to be able to manipulate Eli this yeah, way. Yeah, and Eli's like, hey, fuck off. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'll explain later or not. Just come mm-hmm. rescue us. Yep. Eli comes back to the control room and you know, you have the combination of the Kino video being out, Perry being gone. Mm-hmm. And she was supposed to have been with Eli in her lab. All of this is sus to Eli. Yeah. He calls Perry and rushes like, don't answer. Yeah. Which is putting her in a real shitty situation. Yes. Not everyone has made this type, this level of asshole. Yeah. And of course, the brains in the control room will notice when destiny starts moving on its own. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you think you're going to pass this off to people, Rush? Like, they aren't as stupid as you seem to think they are. No, they're really not. And they're not going to like... Anyway, I'll let us get there. Once Destiny is on its course and underway, she wants to know, like, what what lie am I supposed to tell these people? Yeah. He's like, just say that you went to the engineering room, you entered in the right program, fired the thrusters, they're brilliant, they'll believe you, it's no problem, they're real dumb. And thankfully, she points out the whole, like, issues in Rush's existence... Yeah. That like, why can't you tell anyone about this place? Mm-hmm. He's like, I, you know, I can't tell you why yet. You just have to believe me. I have good because reasons. Because ultimately, I don't trust you either. I can just feel that I can manipulate you. Yeah. So I'm not going to tell you. Um, Eli is still radioing her and just wants to make sure that she's okay. And finally answers that she's fine. She uses the line Rush told her to use about the engine room. I love this is when I knew I'd be like good friends with the science bros because they do the whole okay she's clearly not this good yeah what the fuck is up these petty bitches are who I want to be friends with cool so you turned the ship around yep cool wow do you need any help can we come down and help you nope Mm -hmm. nope I'm almost done I'll be back soon the the two-faced cattiness that happens (laughs) right in this moment is exactly why I would be friends with because it's not who they are all the time no but they can find it. This is where I just hand the mic over to you. But again, it's like, I like that they can find that in themselves. Yes. And they're like, that's right. I I will say. If you need to, you can turn a good side eye on people. I will say, I do have some real good passive aggressiveness in me. <laughs> I can per my last email with the best uh-huh. of them. Yeah. <laughs> so they retrace her steps. Uh, she didn't leave any of her work behind, but Eli records everything on the keys. Yeah, again, it's like, hey, fuck off. I'm so they pull this. up the equations that Rush sent Perry. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hang on, give me like 30 seconds to solve this. <laughs> it may have taken her two minutes. Mm, give me 30 seconds. Yeah. Young meets back up with Rush, overhearing him and Perry talk about how Destiny will be here in an hour. Mm-hmm. And you know, them remembering that they had discussed finding a way to bring Perry back on board. Like, that's what yeah. um, Rush and Perry, like, you know, I told you I'd bring you a find find a way to bring you back to Destiny. That's so gross. He's this, just so gross. At the same time, Eli is quickly running through his own version of the equations, and that's when he realizes what yeah. it means. I love the angry stuff. I'm telling Eli you. Eli is so mad. This is 
every petty, suspicious person's dream to walk over and catch someone (laughs) redhead. I cannot tell you how fucking satisfying that was. Eli's so mad. I got you, motherfuckers. So mad. We cut straight to him, Volker, and Brody opening the door to the bridge, and Perry just like looking back behind her from the captain's chair. And I'm fucked. I'm fucked. Did I mention Eli mad? Uh-huh. And I love the radio fresh is like, who is that? Eli's just yelling. Who do you think, bitch? Are you fucking serious? Surprise, motherfucker. You cracked the master code and you had control over everything this whole time. Yeah. And Rush is just like, listen to me. Nope. You have no feet to stand on this dude. No. In a panic. I love this is the best response. In a panic. Rush is panicking, just hangs up. Yeah, okay, that's gonna go well. Just hangs up. You dumb piece of... That just goes to show you what an absolute piece of trash he is, because now he's even left Amanda hanging. Yes. He's like, ah, you're on your own too. Like, I know she can't see this, but I need her to see this. Like, do you see how quickly this asshole will throw you under the bus? And it's way too late, because Young (sighs) just heard all of that. The fact that he doesn't die here just goes to show how much restraint Young does have. And and originally, originally Young has his, his weapon raised. But after hearing Rush break down that that he broke the code shortly after the Lucian line of hands, and Young just quietly, calmly puts his weapon down uh-huh. and then turns around and just fucking punches him yes. in the face. It's like, no, no, I need to do this with my bare hands. <laughs> and apparently... Rush was waiting to tell everyone until he knew everything, which no of course is never going to happen. No fucks. He can't know everything. This is so fucking disgusting. And Young reminds him, reminds himself that he should have fucking killed Rush when he had the chance. Yeah. And continues just punching him and throw him across the room, mm-hmm. letting, let's just say, letting go some pent up frustration. Yeah. Which mostly comes from Rush anyway. Uh, I do like when he just says Rush murdered Riley. I accept yeah. this as fact. Oh, blame me. Like you lost yeah. the shuttle and you killed Riley. You murdered him. Mm-hmm. And Rush does finally successfully start fighting back a little bit. He's a Riley guy, man. Mm-hmm. And tries to use the Kino as a weapon at one point. Yeah, fucking anything. Gets a good headbutt in. Mm-hmm. But Young's not going to let that stand. Eventually gets into a position and starts strangling Rush. And honestly, he almost does. He could have very yeah. easily. Yeah. He stops right before Rush passes out. This is where... Yeah. This is where I'm going to hold us for a minute. Because yep. I want to bring in a my little communications corner. Yes. Um... This is so fucking toxic. <laughs> Hiding information as a means to power. Yeah. Which is really what it is. And this is one of my favorite subjects in school was the basis of power. Now, this is, I'm going to get a little bit into a thing. So Do here's it. my little tangent. Do it. Um, there is a paper that was published in the late 1950s, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, by uh, French and Raven, Um and they talk about power being divided into these different bases. Um, the five bases of power being coercive power, reward power, legitimate power, referent power, um, and expert power. And mm-hmm. then they added one called informational power. Now, mm. so here's what now they're all based 
power is based on social communication. Yeah. Ultimately, you can only have power if people allow you to have it somehow. Yeah, exactly. Now, the difference is, and I won't get into all the power bases. They're all pretty straightforward. Coercion means exactly that. You have yeah. the power to coerce people to do things what they need to do. Mm -hmm. Legitimate power is like the queen, the king have power that they is in their title. Therefore, they have power. Yeah. Um, reward power. I have the power to give you reward. Therefore, I have reward power over my dogs. I was about all to say, long. that is yeah. dogs and us. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I, I have expert power. People have seen me as an expert. Therefore, mm -hmm. they turn to me for this power. Yeah. Um, referent power. I regard you so highly that if I trust you, so if you give me a direction, I'm going to trust you. That's referent power. Yeah. I have reverence towards mm -hmm. you. Therefore, you have power over me. Mm -hmm. um, those can all be toxic and non-toxic, but they're all socially dependent. Yes. All of those five powers are socially dependent. There has to be some sort of social interchange. Social contract. Now, when you get to informational power, it is the only type of power where someone who does not have the skill to do something that requires this social dependency can still have. Yeah. So informational power is the only kind of power that is socially independent. Okay. If you have the power, it doesn't matter whether people like you or not. Yeah. You hold this fucking power. Yeah. But the minute you don't hold it, you're done. Yeah. You're fucked. So while it may seem great because it's like, well, I don't have to have the social dependence. It's like, yeah, but you also have one less thread holding you to your power. Mm-hmm. Um, all the different types of bases can be good for use for good or evil, but this one especially is the one that gets me. It's so conniving. It's always because when you use it negatively, it is usually because it's that person who is so fucking unlikable yeah. that this is the only kind of power they can pull. That makes sense. Um, and it's one of my personal triggers. <laughs> yeah. And it's also one of the things that I've spent a lot of my adult life working towards understanding. Yeah. So I'm sharing this with y'all as a way to see this. Like, the only thing you can really do with a person who wants to try to hoard power is one, know that they don't have that for long. Everyone's going to eventually know everything. And yep. eventually the thing that you hold power over is going to fucking come to light because you hit it on the ship where there's only yes. so many people who can hide it. You just like hit it in plain sight. Yo. Yeah. And also how sad that this is the only thing you think you have. Yeah. It's God so forbid terrible. you just make some fucking friends. Yeah, exactly. And bring people into your circle. God forbid you be nice to people. Yeah. And that is that is it for today's <laughs> communication studies corner. Thank you for letting me have that. Yeah. Okay. So Young is not going to let Rush off as easily as killing him right here. Mm -hmm. Instead, he just paces yeah. like a lion. <laughs> yeah. Was your plan just to never tell anyone and see how yep. long you could hide it? Yep. Yes. Yes, yes. He goes, I had no choice. Young's Young and us know that that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. um, Rush says he can't trust Young. And and Rush is not the only one who can't trust Young. He's like, several of the crew have apparently said something, which also could be bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Young knows this is all about power and control. Yup. And, and, and Rush is going, someone has to lead the people on this ship. But it's not you, bitch. And Which Rush, at least he knows that. Rush knows they're not going to follow me. Yeah. But they're also not going to follow you. Mm. And the tension is still in the room, but it's a slightly more relaxed now. As Rush attempts to hold a mirror up to Young. That Young's not at the top of his game. And Young's like, no shit, I'm not at the top of my game. But I can come back because the type of power that Young has. Yeah. It doesn't end 
No. Like you can come back from that. You yes. can rebuild that. So when Rush unlocked the code, mm-hmm. the amount of information he got flooded with was overwhelming. And he had to, he had to get a handle on this before he let anyone else knew because these systems could be real bad if they were handled improperly. Oh, is that right? And he's like, oh, do you mean improperly handled like the situation that ends with a shuttle crashing and Remember killing one of our best people? Remember when you killed fucking Riley? You killed that huh? boy. That line. That type of improperly handled? Yeah. Ugh. You motherfucker. And I don't want to say to show the man has a heart because I don't know if Rush has a heart, but it is obvious that Riley still haunts Rush. All this proves is that his conscience is not gone. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All that proves is that. It's it, he has the tiniest Grinch heart. It's yeah, it, it's I don't I don't wouldn't even call it heart. It's just a conscience that's like, hey, I'm down here still. <laughs> and the rest of them was like, be quiet. It's like, no, I, st- I still exist. And Young also wants to know if the whole last episode, if that was Rush 2. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, that wasn't. Except for the end. There's when, no way to fucking know. Yeah. Except for the end and we finally jumped into FTL that had nothing to do with you. The ship didn't pick you. He doesn't say that part. Mm. The ship didn't pick you. That was just me, he implies. Yeah. The ship didn't pick you, and I'm jealous because the ship will never pick me. Yeah. And Rush tries to make this argument about everything everything that's happened really since the Lucian Alliance attack mm. in this first season, questioning or asking Young to question himself and if Young is fit to lead. And that's why Rush couldn't tell him. And I'm like, that's not your fucking call, Rush, is it? No. It's really not. This is none it's it's none yeah. It's it's Nanya. <laughs> that's the AK of this episode. <laughs> Nanya. <laughs> and while that's going on, Perry is still just stuck. Yeah. Yeah. She's fucked. She's, She's fucked. fucked. She's been put in this shitty situation. And I do like that Perry doesn't defend Rush. She's just like, okay, we're here now. Please I, help me. I really hope that next time they reach out, they're like, hey, Amanda, Perry, uh, people want you to come to the ship. She's like, hard pass. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. all good here. Rush I will wants come me to come. No, if I don't have to talk to Rush. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Eli needs me to come over. Sure, I'll sure. go. I'll go. So the guys have like fanned out around the bridge, like kids in the candy store. But mad they didn't get to code the candy store earlier. It's that very distinctive of like I'm really interested, but I'm not going to show you I'm interested because yeah. I'm also mad. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and since Rush won't talk to them, I think they are sort of surprised that. They're not surprised that yeah. Rush didn't tell him about the bridge, but they're like, but Perry, we what thought you were fuck, cool. Perry? Why didn't you, you tell are, us? Why are you a bitch like this? And yeah. she's like, look, I really should have. I realize that now. Rush was so emphatic yeah. about not. We were like, we knew you were a puppy dog <laughs> in love with him, but we didn't be- realize you were a fucking like, asshole, He said too. there was yeah. a reason, and also secretly I love him. And, yeah. you know. I'm- fuck this, yeah. I like Eli wondering if Rush would even be alive by the time they get there because they're like we're pretty sure young heard all that yeah yeah and young doesn't like rush very much i yeah i wouldn't be surprised i would be i'm i think they're more surprised that he's not more beat to fucking hell yeah both guys are just sitting on the floor across from each other so what happens now yeah asks um he's and young's like well we're gonna get rescued and then you share all your secrets we're gonna crack you open yeah (laughs) 
Like a fucking pinata. Like a Cadbury egg. Although I like your reference better. Yeah. It's because Cadbury eggs are disgusting. <gasps> it makes me sad. This is a hill I will die on. You also don't like sweets in general. I don't like sweets in general, so but I, I feel, feel like, like your opinion is not valid here. <laughs> <laughs> that might be very accurate. Cadbury eggs are like the sweetest thing I've ever They're encountered just in sugar. my life. They are it's just, just sugar. disgusting. One Cadbury egg a year is how this household works. <laughs> and no. everybody's happy. No. Mm. Um, <laughs> what do you, you knew this. Uh, yeah. I was just going to say, you know, you're going to share all your secrets like a pinata because oh, you yeah. knew this shit wouldn't last. Yeah. And he's like, look, it's not a game. And Rush has figured out Destiny's mission. And it's a level of commitment that he's not sure anyone on the ship is ready to make. Mm. So what? You're making it for them? Yeah. You don't get to make that choice. Again, you really need some help in your ability to people. And Rush goes, or sorry, Young goes, no, the mission is getting people home. Yeah. And he goes, no, 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 that's our mission, but that's not the ship's mission. Yeah, Destiny's got her own fucking mission. Destiny is getting to somewhere Mm -hmm. and over the past few weeks he's really been learning about the mission and it's more important than anyone had ever thought Mm -hmm. and young just can't like let him because you have to tell me now at this point so you know the cosmic microwave background radiation Mm-hmm. I love Young's layman's explanation. He does at least know it's the noise left over from the Big Bang. Yeah. And at some point, the ancients found evidence of a structure mm-hmm. of, of um, I think when they say structure, you know, we have, when they talk about string theory and stuff, there yeah. is like a, if you map it out where with where the radiation is would create this like large 3D. Okay, yeah, piece. I see what you mean. Yeah. Not just a drawing. Not an 3D. actual yeah. Yeah, not like a building. Right. Um, but it's buried deep within that radiation. And at one time, they think that well, I think at one time in history, like the ancients thought that structure had complexity. Mm-hmm. coherence that is not natural it is a message which isn't possible like it's not possible according to our current understanding of physics and earth couldn't even see it with our current technology mm-hmm. and it's a message who knows what the message says but it's a possible sign of intelligence from the beginning of time which would be so cool which would be Beyond monumental. Mm -hmm. And the real big question, the one that the ancients wanted to answer, and it's the answer they were searching when they launched Destiny, is who sent it? Mm. It's even less than what is it. It's who sent it. And that's the mission. That's the mystery rooted in the foundation of reality. That's kind of cool. With pieces scattered across the length and breadth of the universe. Which again is like, I great content. <laughs> it's not. I will say that contact by that is not the fundamental core of contact, mm. but it is something that is touched on in contact. Gotcha. Um, the last chapter, guys. The last chapter of contact. That's all I'll say. Um, Young hears all this, takes it in, is like. This is one of your fucking hoaxes, dude. I swear to God. Yeah, I'm if you're bullshitting me right now, Rush, I swear to God. Say swear to God. There are thousands of pages apparently devoted to this on the ship. 
science research, philosophy debates, as well as the raw data itself. And look, Russia's like, I can show it to you. You're probably not going to understand it, but I can show it to you. Yeah. And Russia's point is... Maybe not the right time to say that. No. No. Um, You can say... Again, this just goes to show how not socially apt he is. You can say, I'll show it to you. It's difficult to understand. Yes. That's the difference. That's the difference. Russia's whole point in saying all this is he goes, look, we, you need to stop saying young as as leader of this expedition. You need to stop saying that we don't belong on this ship. Mm. We're here. We need to embrace it and accept this as our mission. now. Yeah. Young's like, I just want to get everyone fucking home. Here's the thing that's really difficult about this moment, right? Yeah. If you put this entire message in a different person, yeah. how powerful is this? How great is, like, yes, I'm fucking on board. Let's fucking do this. Dude. Let's go to uncharted territories. Ray could sell the entire ship on this shit. This, and it's just like, but all of the things that you've done to get to here, Rush, have have poisoned yeah. any of it. And so, it's like understanding that, like move forward using that, like knowledge. There's no, you're having, and you, there's, it's just like the opposite of inspiring people. So this does not directly relate to this. Mm-hmm. And this is not, this was not quite comparing me to Rush. However, there was a moment in, in a meeting earlier this week mm-hmm. where um, I've, I, I, I built these tools for a specific project. Yeah. And 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 the the group of people that I built these tools for want to show the tools off to the rest of their group. Sure. And and the the, the this this man walked around saying this because he didn't want to be insulting, but he he didn't realize that I kind of took it. It's almost like no, you just complimented me in a weird way. He's like well, I think we're going to demo this because you're very technically correct in yeah. how you explain things. Yeah. And he was basically just being like, we need a little more layman's term explaining things. And yeah. you get very accurate and in the weeds. And I'm like, I take that as a compliment. No. And that's because you are unflinchingly yourself. Yeah. <laughs> the difference between what you did and what Rush did is... there's malicious intent behind his approach yes yeah but as part i get it i get what you're saying part of the selling point is Mm -hmm. you need someone because rush could explain things to sell this to the brains taking malicious intent out of it yeah rush could explain this to the brains even if he just come to young sooner yeah Ray could explain this to the rest of the ship. And it's just kind of, again, that who's your target audience for the message that you're saying. And even then, like the brains want to go home too. everyone is human. Yes. And so Rush does not take humanity and the things that make us all people into the equation. He's purely excited about the information, which is okay. Yes. But he doesn't feelings make people excited and that's where you get buy-in he doesn't register that his end goal may not be the same as other people's end no and the thing is the thing is it might be but the approach is so clinical that it turns people off yes 
what you what you want when you work like Rush is to find the people like Young mm-hmm. and say, I know that I'm speaking in in tech terms to you. Yes. But this feels really important to me. Help me get this message out. That's which is why I'm saying frequently I'm like, hi, I have all the tech shit. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how to make this. I find this exciting and I don't know how to make this exciting for other people because yeah. it's already exciting to me. Yeah. The, yeah. It, it should just be blatantly exciting to you. Yeah, because and I'm like, it is I don't exciting. understand why other people aren't excited about this. Yeah. So I need someone that's else. That's the part. To, that's yeah. That's the hardest part to yeah. learn. So, so I need someone else to. Unless to, you're a snake oil salesman, <laughs> flim flam man. Unless by you're Ray. Your gut, like people like Ray and myself, yeah. who are just born into that. Because I'm like, I don't understand why you're not as excited about this as I am. Look yeah. at this really cool shit. Yeah. Are you not fascinated at that? I figured out the code how to yeah. make this flip back and forth. Look at this code. Can I show you the code? The other people have no clue, what, like how to read code. How to write it? Yeah, they don't care, and I'm like, but look at this code. We're like, cool, bye. So I'm happy you're happy is usually yeah. the line I use. I'm happy you're excited. <laughs> so Young just wants to get everyone home, and Rush is like, I'm pretty sure that finishing this mission is the only hope of doing that. Mm-hmm. It's cryptic what he that, says. See, that's where you start. <laughs> it's, that's where you start. He's real. He's real cryptic with it, though. He goes, "We're talking about." A level of order present at the very beginning of space-time that goes beyond everything we've ever conceived of. Yeah. And the more we learn about all this, the more destiny learns about all this, the greater the power to control everything around us will be. That's the selling point, bro. (laughs) Start there. He's like, Young's like, so it's all about power. Yeah. It's not the power to lead the crew of the ship. It's the power to control things and control fate. And Young's like, so you want to play God? Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, but no, it's it's to gain understanding. Yeah. And he wants Young to work with him. They want to work together mm-hmm. to benefit everyone. No, too late. And he goes, yeah, you know, you know what makes it easier to work together? Not keeping secrets, fuckhead. Yeah, yeah you dumb dumb. He's like, okay, you're right. All that ends today. You have my word. Oh, okay. Young's like, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's adorable that you, you think that's going to work. Do you know where you can stick your word? Mm-hmm. Right up your ass. Why don't you go to give Riley your word? See if that helps. And before either of them can say anything else, Destiny just comes knocking on the door. Mm-hmm. Because their Uber's here. Come on, knock on my door. Well, uh, their Uber's almost here. They have, have to make a few you. tweaks to the approach. They they have circle. To circle. They're circling the airport. They're circling the airport. Make a better approach. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, Young is here. Yes, Rush is here. We're going to sort all this shit out later. Let's just solve this problem first. Mm-hmm. So the two of them get back into their spacesuits. Um. Listen, I could talk about how these three guys are backseat driving the ship while Perry has the controls, but I don't need think that needs to be said. No, <laughs> this is like the one time where there's some legitimacy behind it. Be- and in this only in the sense of like, well, yeah, I'd be so pissed. Yeah. That I'd be like, I don't fucking trust you to do shit now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this chaos only gets worse when Scott comes barreling <laughs> in the room. Yeah. And he's like, wait, wait, me. Me, I'll drive. With, with Ray, and it's just like, what the fuck, everyone? Yeah. And Eli's like, hi, 
cool. Yeah, no time for anger now. We're going to anger later. We're going to work now, which mm-hmm. I love that about mm-hmm. Eli. And I love that even though these three were backseat driving, doesn't don't think that's going to stop Scott and Ray from third row driving. Yeah, yeah. My favorite of all of these is when Scott's like, maybe I should fly. I'm the one per- who is the one person here who has flown an actual spaceship before. <laughs> Pretty like, sure it's Scott. Dude, fuck off. <laughs> You've flown the sedan equivalent of a spaceship. <laughs> this is a goddamn 12 wheeler, whatever they're fucking called. This big is rig. this is this is a star destroyer. Yeah. Get out of here. Um, the comment about how they can't use the Kino to get back to the ship because it's damaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rush broke that shit. Yeah. So they're making the new approach. Perry does cut it a little close and just <laughs> a little bit scratches yes. the nose of that yeah. ship all over the smaller yeah, You one. know, it's um, from what I understand, because I am an excellent parallel parker, <laughs> is that it's hard to parallel park when people are watching, or so I've heard. You know, here's the thing Destiny is fine because mm-hmm. it shields. The other ship, it's already fucked up. Who gives a shit? Yeah. yeah. It's not going to get worse. Yeah, again, Scott's like, I've actually piloted spaceships before. Okay. He offered to take over, but no. Okay, Starship Trooper, calm down. The crashing actually helped them. They've matched speeds now. There you go. So now we just have to get them off the ship. Yay. So gravity's a little weak now. They're racing back to where they came in. And while they've matched speed and direction, the smaller ship is spinning Mm -hmm. on an axis. Yeah, that's fine. Eli's, that's not going to make anybody uh, sick to their stomach. Well, here's either. the great part. Eli's like, that's the easy part. You're just going to jump. That's just the math. We're going to use the centrifugal force, and it's going to throw you. This is fine. He's like, this is seventh grade math, you guys. Yeah, Brody's like, easy? It's more than just spinning. You have to calculate the speed of rotation and the mass of each person and the angle. And he's like, math boy. This is my fun part. Yeah. <laughs> e- yeah, Eli knows the answer to everything in the world is math. This is literally what he does. Mm-hmm. So Eli does Rush's math first. Yeah. He's almost done with Young's. And when Eli says go, go. That exact moment, not before or after. So when Eli says go, Rush does. Uh Uh-huh. Everyone tries to run to a window to see if they can spot Rush careening himself towards the larger ship. Yeah. When he gets close enough, Rush kicks in his mag boots and makes a fairly graceful landing considering the circumstances. It's Young's turn now. And when he, he jumps, when Eli says jump, although maybe he jumps a little too soon, gets his angle off. Yeah. And his jump is less graceful. Here's what's hard to understand. Like, how could he have jumped too soon? Because you can't hear it before you hear it. Yeah, there's a lag. I'm assuming Eli has put the lag yeah. into it. Because here's my thing is I have a hunch he was like... Young was anticipating, 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 and Eli's like, and go. And he kind of went on and. Yeah, or something. Or he heard, like, the channel open and was like, now's my chance. Yeah. Yeah. He can't get his feet underneath him, so he just kind of hits the ship and bounces. How fucking frustrating would it be to just be spinning that close and not be able to do shit about it? Real fucking frustrating. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not good, but Rush is pretty close and Rush is able to grab, like, grab his boot, pull Mm -hmm. him down, lock hands, and pull him down to the ship so Young's bag boots can kick in. Yay. Everyone on the bridge breathes a big sigh of relief. The head nods that say a thousand words from each man. Yeah. Destiny has jumped back into FTL. Mm-hmm. Young gets to the bridge 
Uh, he, he gets to see the bridge for himself now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of these people will be on the bridge for a while. I mean, this has to be one of the most exciting, if not the most exciting thing. Well, not only on that, ship. it's like Rush has been fucking hiding this bridge forever. So now yes. they're like, fuck you. We're never leaving the we're bridge. We're never leaving it. You can't have it ever. All this information is amazing. It's like fighting for the lazy boy in this house. Yes. Yeah. And Young has them um, just looking for this mysterious message Rush was talking about. Mm-hmm. Brody's at the sensors. Uh, he can see planets coming up that look pretty good for some restocks. Yep. Maybe some food. And... I do like how quickly they've all chosen their spot on the bridge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. They're like, dibs. Yeah. It's like the first day of camp. Mine would be somewhere between that science and engineering section. I don't know where mine would be. Yeah. That's hilarious, Grace. Well, I don't know where mine would be. Yours is communication. <laughs> oh, done. Fucking <laughs> no, Uhura of that ship. Don't give me that. I'm dumb. Okay, fine. I'm dumb. Okay, fine. I'm dumb. <laughs> Got it, got it. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, why? Is there a snack machine? <laughs> what about me finding snackos? Or I just has a drawer in their snacks because you know she has. Yeah. Where's the little vending machine? Where's the <laughs> like you just materialize yeah. a snacko? Oh, there's replicators. That's what I'm saying. It's like, where did you get those nachos? Don't ask questions. Yeah. Do you want one or no? Um, so Young's gonna see how this works mm-hmm. he makes the call and they drop out of FTL mm-hmm. on their own call whoa that's fun yeah we get a very ominous shot of Simon that's fine that mm. won't come back no in Jin's room mm-hmm. Rush is there uh, a little <sighs> fucked up from some punches to the face but yeah. is bringing drinks to Perry mm-hmm. um, my thing is like how much downtime do they have? Like that she just gets to chill here on board. How about let Jin get back in her goddamn body? So Rush comes in. They sit down, pour drinks. The crew is angry, which I feel is an understatement. Yeah. But the truth is out now, is out now which the in the immediate is painful, but is good in the long run. Yeah. And while Rush said he couldn't trust Young before, he now knows that he had no choice. And they cheers. Mm. And he apologized for putting her in a shitty situation between everyone. But, you know, she's flattered that he chose to complain oh, her. dude. God, I really want her to find therapy. Um, And the tension rises in the room. And Rush had thought a lot about seeing her again. And after some blushing, they just lead in and starts knocking. No like this. And that's the moment Eli walks into the room. No knocks, just walks. Hey, stop kissing my girlfriend. And his brain fritzes a bit. A little blue screen. Yeah. His restraint is amazing. Because literally that would have been what came out of my mouth. Yeah. Young wants to see Rush and it cannot wait. It's urgent. Mm-hmm. Um, he tells Perry he'll be right back. And after Rush leaves, Eli's there for half a beat longer mm-hmm. and reminds Amanda Perry, you know, the stones are real weird. And it's real easy to forget that you are in another person's body. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I, I get the point. I, I, yes. You're and right. again, thank God for Eli and not me, because I would have been like, hey, stop fucking with my girlfriend's body, bitch. Yeah. That's not yours. Um, Eli leaves with a bit more annoyance than I would say not more annoyance than is warranted. Just the right amount of more annoyance. Mm-hmm. And as Eli passes in the hallway, out of the shadows, lurks someone Ooh, who walks over this to This part's Jin's upsetting. Room, opens the door. 
Mm-hmm. And Simeon just walks inside and closes the door. I don't like this. With no guard anywhere near him. Why are there no guards here? That's a very good question. What happened to guard? And Perry is very startled and confused as to, you know, who, like, why? Where's the guard? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And that's where the episode ends. So that's fine. Everything's fine. It's not a problem. Fucking hell. And the next episode, it's good times because the next episode is just called Malice. Cool. <laughs> Prediction. I don't think Jin's long for this world. Unless somebody comes in and intervenes. I'm not okay. I'm gonna take a drink. Okay. At least not the way we know her. I'm upsetty spaghetti for Eli. So upsetty spaghetti. Mm. Okay. This episode was really fun. Thank you for going off on my communications <laughs> studies tangents. This was fun in such a frustrating way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just fun to see all those things in action. Yeah. Um, okay, let's do this. Hey, we've had some very cool emails lately that Nixie let me read. So yes. thank you guys for sending those in. Woo. If you want to send more, you know where to find us. Look at that segue. Hey! Um, there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. And patreon.com slash no place like Tara. We will see y'all next week. Bye. Alice. Alice. Oh, God. Okay, bye. Bye.